world, this is Brother Ali. You're in the mix right now with BRL. What up, it's 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. What's up, this is Slug from Atmosphere. When I'm not teaching your girlfriend how to play chess, I'm listening to Beats, Rhymes, and Life. When I'm called Tech Nine, I'm chicken it with my homeboy, Gavin Crashley on BRL. Yeah, buddy, it is BRL, the podcast here on whatever device you're listening to it on. Gab with you here. Big show tonight, as usual, and we got one of my favorite conversations we've had so far. We're getting better at this. It's it's interesting to do these in a long-form version, but tonight on the program, we're going to have Darwin MC Clifton on the show. Now, interesting lad, and we get into all manner of things, including Darwin hip-hop. I know nothing about it, so he gives us whole bunch of information about that scene. Uh, we dive deep into Australian hip-hop culture and a whole lot more. So let's jump in straight away with my chat with Clifton here on BRL. It is Beats, Rhymes and Life here on podcast or radio or restream, however you hear it these days, because there's multiple places where you hear this, so I'm just not plugging any of them anymore, and you can just tune into the uh, social medias and get it from there. And now joining us through the world of Zoom is Clifton here on BRL, and uh, you're joining us from somewhere that's probably a little bit warmer than where I am right now, because you were just uh, talking to me about ceiling fans and such in the background. Um, (laughs) Now, Clifton, you're from Darwin, first of all. Yeah, the 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 holiday spot for the sun, I reckon. When you don't get sun everywhere else, it's up here. <laughs> Just hides. Yes. Yeah, so oh, well, you go. You're coming into your uh, dry season now, aren't you? Yeah. So our wet and dry has been pretty crazy the last couple of years, but I I believe we're going into the dry. We might get some random rain or something, but hmm. yeah. Uh, the only reason I know about any of those is because my uh, my brother lived there for like three years. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you have someone that moves from an estate or you're talking about seasons and that. They go, we're in winter at the moment. I'm sitting here going, I can't remember what the seasons are at this point. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like you just, I've been it's, up here. It's the tropics. It's the same. <laughs> mm, mm. Now uh, we'll get to we'll get to Darwin in just a sec. So I've got some um, questions, scene wise, about uh, Darwin hip hop in general because it's it's not anything that really ever comes up. Like mm. even Hobart gets more of a mention than uh, the Darwin hip hop scene. So we'll get into that in a bit into a sec here on the program. That um, this is the seminal question in every interview we ever do. Uh, Clifton, how do you take your coffee? Um. Oh. That's a good. That's a good question. I, I change it up, hey. I, I really do. Uh, usually, it's just or oh, cappuccino with two sugars. Sometimes it's flat white with two sugars. Mm. Just as long as I get some sugar with my coffee, then I'm sweet. But I don't know. That's literally yeah. my order, by the way. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, oh, you know, I, I think it might just be the basic standard audio of like a, a cap flat white. Uh, you know, basically mm. uh, a little coffee, blend it in, put a couple of sugars in, and let me get on with my day. Simple, effective. I just, I just, I just have, I've had chick mates over the last six or seven years that I'll, I'll go out to coffee with them and they'll buy a coffee. They go, you should, you should try this. I oh, used too sick of that. And I'll, I'll try cappuccino first. And then another mm. mate showed me a flat white. And then another mate showed me what's called a cream brulee from Gloria Jeans. It's like a creamy, 
oh, it's beautiful. That's that's my that's my shit. <laughs> it's nice. It's, I it's nice. That, that sounds like that sounds like a cavity waiting to happen though. Yeah, I can feel my teeth slowly falling out of my face after drinking that many. <laughs> like it's not it's not pretty. As he actually checks his mouth, I probably need to go see a dentist uh, when we can. (laughs) Now, speaking of when we can, um, how is how is the uh, territory uh, dealing with the whole COVID thing at the moment? The whole time that the coronavirus has been going on, we've had the least um, cases altogether. The big thing that I guess the territories had to worry about, in a sense, is um, the communities, like the indigenous communities out yep. in Arnhem Land and Northboy mm-hmm. are getting it because as soon as they get it, it just, it'll, it'll spread. The way that they live and the environments that they live in, yes. they're always so tight-knit and always so uh, close around each other and yes. it's just, it would it spread like wildfire. So what they've done, they shut down all the borders. I think we've only got three active cases of coronavirus in Northern Territory at the moment. Wow. Um, which is insane. Like considering Tassie's just had two hospitals shut down um, yeah, I, I think we've dealt with it really well, to be honest. Like the chief minister's put on his big boy pants and finally done something. So <laughs> it's always good. Absolutely. Um, uh, and yeah, shouts, to, shouts to people who've kind of, who've got it right. Like, you know, it sounds like, uh, your guys got it right. Uh, Mark McGowan, um, our, uh, premier, he's done a, a fantastic mm-hmm. job. And, um, uh, there are pictures out there, by the way, of me actually having a chat to him a few years ago. I should put that up on the page. He's like, oh, look, I'm with the guy that everyone likes at the moment. <laughs> it was uh, before it was premiere, but still. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm ripped this guy. He was actually, you know, he was, he was a good bloke. You know, it was like, a, ah, okay, well, I hope you get in. You seem like a nice enough bloke, mm. you know, but fair enough. Well, Moving the, on. The chief minister we've got up here at the moment used to be my local MP, so I knew him ah. as the chief minister as well. Actually, you know, the the local member for my area, or the one I grew up in, um, his name's on the wall at the radio station. He was a big contributor to the uh, organization. The guy that I grew up with, because he was like, he was there for like four terms or something like that, 16 years. Mm-hmm. He was our local member, then retired. We've got another guy now who sounds like, actually sounds like a Muppet. And this will be in the <laughs> podcast version, not the radio version. <laughs> Yeah, he gets a voice like this. And he does actually talk like this. Um, well, I do have his unique set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> he does. No. He, he does actually sound like Kermit. Uh, but anyway, you know, uh, we're gonna again, take on this cruel virus. See that? That's a that's a very good Kermit. <laughs> Mine's a bit more Marvin Marvin the Martian. <laughs> yeah. No, I've um I watched this this stint on um, the Graham Norton show where Seth MacFarlane, the dude that does the voices for Family Guy and mm. stuff, he did the one stint that he does over and over again in the studio is Kermit the Frog doing Taken by Liam Neeson. So I've got that stuck in my head. Oh, like, my I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was crazy. I was like, yes, this is dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. very cool. Now, um, uh, my, my, my uh, first real sort of hip hop question for you is, um, Darwin hip hop. Now, um, it's it's not a scene that's really well known, to be honest. Now, uh, I'd probably say, I'd probably even say, even ten years ago, it'd be Hobart and Darwin that would be have like the least known about scenes. Now, uh, uh, yeah, the THC TV, Greeley, um, and a bunch of artists have sort of popped up in there in the last sort of eight to ten years and really put that place on the map. Uh, Definitely. Why has it not really happened with Darwin yet? 
I think, <laughs> I don't know. It, it is really subjective. Like it depends on sort of what, where you're sort of standing um, musically. I think, I think a large, contri- a large contributor is just the heat. I feel like people just don't <laughs> like, you just end up walking outside. You're just oh, I was going to do a music video today. Yeah. no, nah, it's like 45 degrees. I'm going to sit inside. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, all good. Um, no, nah, but, but on a, on a serious note, I think a lot of, um, a lot of artists up here just get caught up in stuff. Like Darwin in itself is a really small, it's a small community of people. Mm. You know what I mean? You can become very content living up here very quickly. Yes. And I think, uh, looking back, there's a few, a few of the older artists that were sort of more cemented in the local scene, uh, Emerald Sun and Chaotic. Shouts to those guys because they're still actually active and they're still doing stuff, which is, mm. which is nuts. As soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, okay, I know, I know of Chaotic. Mm. So Chaotic made a pretty decent name for himself by going down to the Real Talk Battles. Mm-hmm. Which uh, Twiz Twiz is running, I think, out of out of Brisbane. There's a few leagues around the place. Yeah. Um. And he <laughs> he would just go and just just yell at people, and like it was it was inspiring to watch. Like that guy is a is a champion, um, of the 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 Aussie rapper moniker. You know what I mean? The guy just does it really well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I think people just get caught up in in the small town sort of community. They're so used to being content with how things are. And they're just like, well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I've been trying to get a few people sort of out of that comfort zone, I guess. But as, as a hip-hop artist, it can be really hard to tell other hip-hop artists, oh, yeah, well, I reckon this is going to be a dope idea because all hip-hop artists have got dope ideas. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it, becomes very, um, it, it becomes very egocentric because you end up pushing people's ideas out because you want to focus on your own and you get to a point where you have a very hard exterior, don't take on constructive criticism enough. Like I, I, I think it just comes down to the fact that people don't want to, they don't want to go outside of that comfort zone. They don't want to get to a point where they're taking a, a big enough risk that they're not really sure how it's going to turn out, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it, it's difficult. Like everyone's going to have a different, different explanation as, as to why it hasn't really kicked off. Like I'm hoping the next couple of years with as many active people as we have up here, it's, it's going to change. Um, it's just a matter of time before people start, I guess, putting a bit more dosh behind it, you yeah. know, gathering together a bit more, making more of a rap community rather than a rap, a rap competition. You know what I mean? Um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, and even, well, even Perth back in the day, oversized small town that we actually are like we, mm. we, we were, we were kind of Darwin or Adelaide size and then the mining boom happened and it exploded. That's what happened in the last 20 years with the city, but veteran of the scene. I'm not, I guess some of the, the old, the younger cats in the scene would call me OG, but real OGs are like the generation before me, like downside um, members of syllabolics. And even there's uh, some crude that are even uh, more old school than those guys as well. And then you go back even further and uh, there's some guys who are now releasing music again and they were doing break battles in the 80s kind of thing so um there is that that background but i mean last 20 years it's gone from just you know uh, getting together at the uh skater park at leaderville the hq i don't know what it's called now these days and uh dudes would just get up on stage and do their bits and pieces uh, and then downside kind of got their break and that's where it really all started. 
like at least all over the scene and then it's kind of grown from there and it's it's a lot bigger now than it ever used to be like used to be able to know the name of every person in the room rappers Mm. friends included now it's it's a bit more separate and you know it is a bit more collaborative and there are a lot more collectives and everything but um it's it's a lot bigger here now so there is that potential there i think basically what these scenes need is is that spark um and and that's just purely from this purely bird's eye like i'm kind of thinking yeah same deal with same deal with adelaide of course the hoods at the top of the mountain Mm. overall across the country you know they it was them and Certified Wise that really kicked it off over there. Although, uh, debatably, the Adelaide scene's actually been really quiet in the last few years. Anything outside of uh, Golden Era or uh, now the Hoods, which are separate, it's, it is mm. completely different over there. Uh, that used to be one of the most vibrant scenes in the country. And, um, you know, Melbourne consistently puts out bits and pieces. Um, uh, Greeley, now that he's out again um he's out there doing the the promotional thing and going hard on that which is awesome good to have him back out at sydney doing sydney things brisbane exact so it's just i think what darwin needs darwin needs a hero (laughs) are you gonna be that hero clifton (laughs) i'm 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 trying i i think i yeah shouts shouts to really first of all i've been trying to i've been trying to sneak in a shout out to that legend for ages because i've had a few I've had a few back and forth soon. I was sending letters in doing when he was in lockup and that dude oh, just seems see, to always be you're better than like, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Nah, well, it, he was explaining to me, like it, it got to a point. He just had that many, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just poor bugger was probably getting sent letters from everyone. Um, well, he's, he's quietly one of the Australian hip hop's most popular people. Hey, I think if you were to dial it back and you were to trace back all of the key events in Star Wars, well, not all of them, but some of the big key events that have happened over the last maybe like decade. Yeah. He's involved. really has, 100%. he's involved in it in some description. You know what I mean? Like, yes. and I, I went down to the reunion that he organized, which was the big cogs and Dundee battle. They brought Bobby Rex over from the UK um, to battle Manazil. And that was the first battle I'd seen in Manners live. It was the first battle I'd seen for any of these, these guys live. Yeah, and like really just took it like a champion, and he just ran with it, and it was just insane. Um, so yeah, shout out to Greeley. He's, he's an absolute absolute legend. I will never stop giving that guy props because <laughs> it's just me either. Me either. Yeah, I, I think he, if he's just one of those guys that like you're always gonna have time to give give the respect where it's due because he's never even even the reason that he got locked up in the first place, even though it was you know everyone's got their opinions on it and whatever. Mm. Um, it was him sticking up for someone else you know like it's i think it's ridiculous it's just like oh i, I don't know um but yeah what, what what you're saying about each 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 state at some point has had a sort of prime time you know what i mean like mm. sydney is always going to be the it's always going to be the music capital of australia and the only reason that sydney is going to keep that moniker and will probably keep that moniker is because they're the most city-based city that we have in out of definition. You know what I mean? Like Melbourne's a city, you've got Perth's a city, Darwin's a city, but Sydney is the sort of the culmination of all the elements that we have from all these different cities. It is the cityest city that we have in Australia. So if you've got the city city, you've got to have the busiest artists. You've got to have the busiest videographers. I don't know really how to explain the city. <laughs> I've got to make a word for that. Um, but 
in you were saying before as well, like Adelaide scene sort of slacked off a little bit as well since Golden Era sort of departed and, and mm. there's been a few things going on there. And you still still do have a few people, like you have um well, uh, the the guys from the the guys from the lesson they they're doing a, a good job mm. locally because I'll mm. chat I'll chat with a couple of those guys quite often actually you know they they'll ask me about what I'm doing BRL wise and all that kind of thing so you know they're going doing a good job locally and that's basically why I know why Adelaide's been so quiet there's like yeah like there's it's just not that much happening here at the moment it's like Perth you got this this and this and complete sort of had a had a massive run and several went number two in the country a couple of weeks ago that kind of thing so you know we're having a pretty good run Perth was I, I think and I'm, I, I can only talk from the perspective of I guess a budding promoter that was trying to organize some gigs before yes. this coronavirus shit happened mm, oh, well, um, yeah, that's that's killed everything yeah <laughs> Oh, well, I, I basically had to like shred an entire tour. It was like five or six shows and I mm. booked it all, had it all sorted. Like two days later, they went, yeah, now we're going to start locking down the venues. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Um, but just talking to some of like the venues and stuff in Adelaide, I think a lot of them are just genuinely sick of, sick of people rocking up, causing a ruckus and then them being flooded with the costs. You know what I mean? A lot of the times when you go out to them and you actually – you talk to them. One of the terms and conditions that you have is if anything breaks, it's on you. Like if anything, if anything goes wrong, it's on you. Like well, you're, you take full responsibility for everything that happens. And a lot of other venues, it can be quite a daunting thing. And like, it's a fair enough thing. If you get shredded that many times, you get your toilets graphed that many times. Yes. But I guess as, as an artist who isn't really primarily about doing promotional stuff and isn't primarily about organizing gigs that can be quite a daunting thing because all it takes is one dickhead to go Mm -hmm. and break this lie and you're out two grand you know what i mean like so i feel the liability and and what's sort of been going on with the venues has maybe pushed a lot of the heads to just do their own thing like you've still got manners is still doing his own thing i can name two venues and two events that manners has performed that in the last like year but that was some of the biggest nights of the year. Cursor goes there every year and he sells out as he always does. Yes. Um, but you can only really name a few artists that have been consistently, I guess, networking with those venues to a point where they're building a rapport. They can go, hey, well, I want to put on a show. Yeah, no worries, bro. You did this show well. You did that show well. So it's just, yeah, the politics involved in it push people out a little bit. And I think that's why, in a way, Adelaide slacked off a little bit, I guess. Like it's, oh, I don't know. That can't, well, also that kind of start that, that happens in Perth all the time. Mm. There are no yeah. local nights here anymore. Um, yeah. And it, anytime anything would ever get going, something would happen. Um, some guy would get uh, horribly injured out there. Or uh, someone would start a fight or just yeah. something like. Yeah. Or um, shouts to, shouts to Kev who knows a BRL listener. He, oh, yeah. He, uh, yeah. 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 Kev folks. Kev folks. Legend. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, from all the, I've actually never met him, but it is a listener to the BRL. So, uh, shouts poor, to him, but, um, yeah, poor, bugger, poor bugger at the moment stuck. He's, he's stuck in isolation in, in his, his treatment, hospital wing i think he's not actually allowed to leave so like i oh well then double shouts to you kev yeah like shouts to kev not only did you basically beat all all the odds and you know you 
you gave a lot of people <laughs> a lot of inspiration, but at the same time, he's probably the most isolated person that I know at the moment. Like, Good I can't remember. I, I had a chat with him. It was only like a week or two ago because I, I kept seeing... It was when Cortex and Greeley and stuff were giving him a shout out. He's gone through his, his uh, surgery and he's, yep. I think he's gone through his rehabilitation at the moment. And he, hold on, let me, well, I can't remember exactly what he said. What did he say? We're in strict lockdown. I'm not allowed out of my room and I'm not allowed to talk to the other residents. It's driving me crazy. All rehabs effectively stopped due to social distancing. So Whoa. he can't get rehabilitation. He can't leave. He's like, oh, it's, a, it's a big thing. And, and the dude is, is still supporting hip hop. He's still constantly dropping comments on, on local artists. He's still constantly showing support for people like complete and Greeley. And yeah, it's just for a dude to go through what he's been through and then be put in this situation and still have a smile on his face. Still be like, I'm keen to hear some more music. Send me some stuff, you know, like dude's a champion. <laughs> so shouts to Kev. Shouts, shouts to Kev. Kev. Double shouts to you. Um, um, chin up. And of course, you know, stay up. Yeah. Oh, well, Kev, Kev's, Kev's one guy that will, I think I think me and you both. He'll he'll always he'll always have our attention when he needs it. You know what I mean? Like he's always going to have. If he gives you a message, you're going to be like, "Hey, Kev, what, what's what's going on? What, what do you want to talk about? You know what I mean? Like, let's let's chat. I've got time for you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Massive, massive shouts. Uh, now, uh, so yeah, Darwin, Darwin scene needs a hero. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's basically what um, what we're saying out there. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, we, we, I sort of stemmed off a little bit. That's my bad. I don't get uh, no, much time to talk about this stuff. <laughs> it's all, this, um, uh, this is, yeah, this is, uh, once again, uh, this is what people hear in the podcast section as opposed to the radio, and that's why you've downloaded this podcast in the first place. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's all about the rants. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, um, it's expanded things. So um, we'll, we'll, switch, we'll switch back to yourself yeah. um, and... Uh, let talk about some sort of latest projects now um, by the, by the sound of the fact that you actually have a decent microphone in front of your face. Um, mm. It sounds like you have yourself a setup. So um, what, what's uh, what, what kind of uh, projects are sort of coming up for you? Are you, are you working hard in the lockdown? I'm going through sporadic sort of writer's block at the moment. I think like I'm, I've been back and forth with, um, some different ideas. I'm leaning. So the first, the first project that I dropped last year called the rabbit hole was basically boom bap. And it was, it was just all bars. A lot of the stuff I listened to back then didn't actually make that much sense. It was just a lot of big words put together. You know what I mean? So it didn't really have much viewership. Um, then I started working on a little bit of crime stuff. I did the standalone video, which got a decent amount of exposure. Um, but yeah, I've just been trying to network, to be honest, while, while this lockdown stuff's happening. It's like, you know, let's, let's work. Well, what's, what's the excuse with people that have the mic in front of them, that have the time and they want to get out there and do stuff? Like, I get that I'm a dude from Darwin. I'm not exactly, you know, the biggest name in the world, but I'm always keen to work with people that have got the same passion for stuff as I have. So I've, I've reached out to a few people that um, I think I've, I've been listening to for a long time. And, and the amount of, I guess camaraderie and respect that people have during this isolation period and the the risks that people are willing to take in order to to get their stuff out there is insane you know like the some of the people that um i've got the privilege of working with at the moment i would have never thought that i would have been able to work with prior to this COVID 19 stuff you know what i mean like to when people have been pushed into a corner and they're trying to capitalize on things so um but yeah i'm, I'm working on i'm working on my 
back catalog of stuff that I've had sitting there for probably like six months doing visuals and stuff in Darwin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm aiming to have between four to five, like pretty decent quality visuals done by the start of June, maybe the end of June. Um, and between then try to drop some, you know, some verses now and then. So then at one point when I actually have another project ready, then I can line it all up. I've got the visuals to promote it. You know what I mean? Just, just try to do it a little bit more professionally than I have before. Um, then shouts to 20 Oz because he's actually put the hand up and, and given me the the go to for producing an EP for me, which is a big thing considering the, the guy himself is one of those people that, you know, if you haven't met me, if we're in different States, we're not seeing each other. It, it can be very difficult for him to get his head around, you know, actually helping with production, but he's, he's taken a big risk with helping me with my shit. Dude's one of the, one of the best producers in the country, like hands down. He's worked with, um, worked with Fracture, Scotty Hines, Alex Jones, like a lot of the big grime heads down in Melbourne. Um, So I've got that EP and I've got a bunch of sort of new trappy, you know, real heavy stuff that I've got sitting around as well. Um, So yeah, I'm just, I'm a bit overwhelmed by everything to be honest. I feel like I've just got to buckle down. I've got to write a list. I've got to start ticking stuff off. I'm doing it slowly, but um, I've got a lot of time on my hands. So you spend a lot of time procrastinating instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing, <laughs> um, yeah. which is not, which is not good. You know, I've been playing a lot of age of mythology and, you know, I've finished the last of us and a few other video games and stuff. Um, so yeah, at, at the moment I'm, I'm just in the middle of sort of redefining what I'm doing with, with my hip hop and more making music, you know, making songs, adding elements of singing into it, you know, getting choruses, layers, you like, trying to figure out different ways to make different melodies and, and just play around, move more from just the position of like a rapper to a musician. You know what I mean? Mm, yep. Yeah. Um, which is, I guess at, at most points you have to end up getting, getting there in order to stay relevant. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. some people can stay doing the hard bar stuff for ages. Like, you know, smash brothers down in Melbourne has been doing grimes longer than I've been rapping. So long. So, um, those guys are always going to be at bars and also musical elements, but they could continue rapping the way that they do and be very well off. Whereas someone like myself from such a small town, like I have to be constantly developing. I have to be constantly progressing. Otherwise I just get caught up in shit and you just go, well, this isn't getting me anywhere. I'm just going to give up. So yeah. Um, yeah. I've got, I've got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I need to write a list and actually just commit myself and just, and just get it done. Um, at the end of the day, I guess it, it is out there. And right. I mean, if, if I can, if I can learn how to build, uh, build a podcast and possibly a studio and, uh, get, get everything sort of ready in that regard for whenever things actually kick up again. Um, and maybe have like a bunch of product to go out there and promote, then I think it, anybody out there can, I don't know, um, learn to play guitar or a keyboard or learn it, edit photo software, which is probably something I should probably go and sit down and learn and do as well. You know, like learn some video software, help the missus out with a potential um, YouTube channel, that kind of stuff, you know? So this is the time. This is the time right now. Cause um, you know, regardless of things being lifted in certain parts of the country, others aren't, who knows? Um, I think that we all, could probably pick up something just a new skill at this point 
cooking, cleaning. Those are two things that men without jobs and women who work need to do. <laughs> Just learn it. Pick, it. pick it up, all right? Help your missus while she works because that's what a lot of people are doing. Um, um, trust me, I'm helping with dishes. <laughs> dishes and vacuuming. <laughs> Dishes, vacuuming, like putting stuff out, like the stuff that I, you know, the stuff that I'm, I'm happy to do. Um, I can't cook to save my life, and I think it's a completely and utterly utilitary activity. I derive no joy from cooking, mm. zero. Not even the meal. It's just like a, I've made this. I'm gonna eat this now. <laughs> there is no joy in cooking for me. I can't stand it. So I'll just, I'll do the dishes after. <laughs> I'll clean, you cook, everything's sweet. No worries, all good. <laughs> yep, that's pretty, that, that's, and that's how it's gone for six years. <laughs> oh, but then, of course, there is the times where I'll just get kicked out. It's like, nope, out. You're doing it right. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's, and that's how it goes. Anyone that's uh, listened to any other version of anything I've done will hear all these stories. And sometimes it'll be RL too, but let's move on. Um, now, uh, upcoming projects, as you said, um, apart from uh, developing some new skills and uh, working with some artists out there, uh, what's some stuff you can announce as sort of on the horizon for you? Um, well, after this coronavirus stuff is done, I'll, I will be rebooking the tour. So I had it all... <laughs> And it's, it, it really screws me up when my email actually sends me notifications saying your flight to Melbourne leaves today. Like literally uh, in the middle of, so like, yeah, it will give me your flight to Hobart leaves tomorrow. Your like flight to Sydney leaves today. And it's like, dude, can you just stop, please? Just make me cry a little bit more. <laughs> all right. Just stop it. Um, so yeah, I'll be reorganizing that. I've, I've made, I made a solid effort to do a bit more networking in regards to venues, promoters, um, getting on board with some artists and stuff in each area. So there'll be uh, at least at least one Melbourne show. I'd like to do two. I'd like to do an under-18s one or I'd like to do one of a smaller, more like intimate venue and then do a large one with a few big acts and sort of do it like that. Um, uh, Tassie show, I'm looking at organising a Brisbane show as well, Sydney show, Adelaide and Perth. So it's basically a whole... Australia tour with the dude from Darwin. So between then and now, which obviously like we don't really have um, an ECA of when everything's going to calm down, we're going to be able to fly around that sort of stuff. Yes. Um, I'm going to be working on a lot of solo stuff. I'm probably going to drop another project before the end of the year. I dropped one in February, literally smack bang in the middle of coronavirus being announced, mm -hmm. which was great timing. Um, it, it, as you can probably imagine, it has not dealt with the, um, <laughs> the, the environment very well. So, you know, I've, I'm definitely, um, taken off the gloves for the next one, just doing a little bit of a smaller project, but a little bit more condensed, I guess. Yes. Um, I've been pushing a lot of my stuff to triple J as well, which has got a bit of traction, which is obviously like with, with those guys, everything's sort of up in the air until it's not, you know what I mean? So um, there's a lot of stuff going on that department. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to bring a few more acts up to Darwin as well. Um, just to sort of get the, cause I've had a few people that have hit me up saying, look, I'd love to come up to Darwin. I'd love to do a show. I get it's more like a humble thing, you know, like we'll come to your town because you'll come to ours sort of thing. Yes, um, yes. but yeah, just a lot of, a lot of everything. Hey, like it's, I'm trying to make this year as productive as I can be with everything that's going on. Um, and yeah, like I don't really have a name for any project that's coming up at the moment. It's just sort of sitting all up in the wind until I record it and get it done. Um, so yeah, just, just working through everything and 
trying to get myself out there as much as possible, you know, like li- living up here. Mm. And I was actually chatting to, um, her name's Casper, Casper Chaos from, from Melbourne. So she, she had her own little adventure. I was on the phone with her this morning, actually. Mm. Like, we're on the phone for like three and a half hours this morning. It was ridiculous. Right. Like just having a long ass. It was like until like five, five thirty my time it would have been six, seven in the morning for her. I was just like, mate, okay. Um, but yeah, she was, she was explaining to me sort of how her networking works and uh, the steps that she's taken to do her music. And I just sat there and just went, there's only so much that you can actually accomplish from a small town unless you can capitalize and reach outside your comfort zones and go do other stuff and, and perform with people, collaborate with people. So I've got to be really proactive in order to make all that work. So yeah, everything's just sort of up in the air, to be honest with you. And I'm sort of happy like that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and it happened to me because we're, we're working on a track uh, at the moment. I'll be scrolling through my stuff, trying to figure out what to work on. I'll find a beat that I've forgotten about. I'll pop that up, write a verse to it. Boom. You know, like, and it just, it all comes together with me. The amount of coincidences I've had with my music and the amount of things that I've had happen. Like, yeah, it's just a matter of time before stuff actually starts getting a bit, a bit bigger. So yeah, Absolutely. just me working through everything. Thanks for joining us here on Beats, Rhymes, Life. Uh, Clifton, it's been a pleasure. No worries, mate. Uh, anytime. And yeah, big ups for continuing to support the scene the way that you do. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and get some credit for your radio work. <laughs>